Welcome to the Sunday Night Army podcast with your host, Jacob. All right, welcome to the show and another episode in the music series. Have a fantastic show for you guys today. But before we get to our artists for today, make sure you hit up that Spotify playlist for all the amazing music on this show. And if you want to support this show and uh, doing what I'm doing, make sure you hit up that merch store in the link, the link in bio, the link tree. And if you haven't seen the YouTube channel yet, the YouTube channel has got extra stuff now. Um, extra episodes, teasers, and all that other cool stuff. So go check that out, the YouTube channel. Also linked in the link tree. And don't forget to check out all the awesome, awesome, awesome merchandise once again to support this show. New stuff coming up, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, let's get to the episode. Right now on the Sunday Night Army, I'd like to welcome my next guest right here in the music series, singer, songwriter, and from what I just learned, queen of licensing, Salmi Dahlstrom. How are you today? I am excellent. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. And it's already been a fantastic morning for us. We got to know each other right before we started recording. And um, I want to know more about you. I think the audience deserves to know a little bit more about you before we get to your music and all the other cool stuff. So let's go a little bit more into the beginning of how you got into the music industry from the start. Well, there, I, I don't know exactly where we want to start, but how I got into music at all yes. was because of my older sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's two years older than me. And, and when she turned seven, our mother, who was a great pianist, said, when you turn seven, now, you, now I'm going to give you piano lessons. And, and I was five and I was really, um, you know, mad about this. Uh, and I wanted lessons, too. So I convinced my mother to give me lessons not because I love music, but because I wanted to beat my sister at it. <laughs> um, but that kind of stuck, you know. So then it was like I picked up a guitar. I started writing songs, got into bands, um, started chasing record deals and, and fame and fortune and all of that. Now, was there uh, anything outside, you know, competing with your sister musically that you looked at and said, you know what? this inspires me this artist inspires me i'm gonna take something from them from here and there anyone like that out there yes uh and it may come as a surprise to some people but uh kiss was Mm. huge that was one of my first like loves when it comes to music i i thought the music was great um catchy big you know stadium choruses right but i also love the theatrics of it um mm-hmm. and, and later on share yes <laughs> the exact same reasons actually uh you know in my book you know it starts with paul stanley of kiss moves over to share they're really the same person you know if you look at them and you know so that's that's what i i based a lot of my my love and what sort of molded me early on and what i wanted to achieve Mm-hmm. It is the showmanship they both have in common for sure, hundred yes. percent. But I now, also love yeah. the music. You know, it, yeah. it, it sometimes comes in secondary to some people, but not to me, because in both cases, there's those simple but fabulous. You know, you hear the chorus once and it sticks in your head, kind of a thing. Those are not easy to write. You're right. It, it, for the the catchiness what hooks you is sometimes is one of the hardest things to do 
Now, you did something that is extremely hard, and it, it made you very, very popular for it. And I want to learn more about it because I didn't know this was possible. Um, tell me about 2008 and what you did with your album, The Acid Calgary Audio Trade. And why was that so naming it something completely weird? You, you know what? It's it's words, but in the end, it, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Represent, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I I think what you're getting at is not how I got the title, but that. Um, so it was about the licensing of it. Yes, right? exactly. Okay, so in in 2008, for a couple of years before that, the the indie artists had kind of exploded on the the licensing market, or you know, it was starting to explode. I should mm -hmm. say, uh, I guess for to a certain extent because um, now the sound quality of what you could produce in your own little bedroom studio was good enough to be used in commercials and movies and so on and so forth right so suddenly a whole new market opened up where licensing for commercials and stuff like that was before was only for major label artists you had a you know a professional recorded album and 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 you i saw madonna do a pepsi commercial that's mm -hmm. what i knew about licensing at the time that it i got into it um but but now i had this album that i had made um the acid cowgirl audio trade and I started getting calls from licensing agents who I didn't know existed and who kind of said, you know, you have a really unique sound and really good sound and catchy. And I think we think it would work really well for advertising. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> and then they said, you could, you could make money at it. I said, I'm in, I love it. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? And I didn't know anything about it, uh, but these agents, uh, were right especially one agent um had a really good ear for where to pitch my music and how to place it and, and it turned out ad agencies were looking for exactly what i had that combo of like catchy you know a, maybe a little i don't know naughty or you know mm -hmm. a little in your face but mm -hmm. wrapped up in all these like hooks and organic instruments mixed with electronic and anyway so my sound became very popular with ad agencies and um i started um getting placements in in, in ads and and also tv shows movies and uh every song off of my acid cowgirl album got licensed to to various projects which led the wall street journal to write an article about me and they um kindly enough i should say um uh dubbed me the licensing queen and that opened up um a whole new world for me where um it gave me a job yeah. you know i i had my artist career but on the side i started making music for commercials and they used what I had and they loved my sound. And then I wrote more songs that came, you know, that came, became part of the new albums I made. And um, yeah, to this day, this is sort of what I do. And it's fantastic because you took an entire project that you did and you applied it to something so different and unique, just all straight up licensing for all the tracks. That is crazy cool. And it's something that a lot of people don't realize you can do. And it's a very, very, very cool idea. 
Well, thank you. I mean, like I like I said, I a lot of times you you read about you know artists and and they say, oh, it was sort of the story of how they got signed or how they got noticed. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a fluke. And for me, it was that as well. But then, of course, it comes down to what do you do with it? Like when right. you have when you have your moment, what do you do with it? And and I ran with it, so I'll take credit for that. <laughs> well, music discovery is a really interesting concept because it can come from anywhere, and to yeah. have it utilized in in advertising and commercial and for what we've seen on TV is is one hard to do, and two, when it gets out there, it really gets out there, right? Yes, absolutely. So from this album, the Acid Cowgirl album. You have this song, Come On Y'all. Yes. Which I've been listening to because, you know, I have to. You come on the show. It's such a good song. It's such a fun song. Um, so tell much. me about it. I want to know more about it. So, um, so I, well, it, it, it is what became the hit song off of the album and the one that um, landed in, in a, a numerous big worldwide ad campaigns. Um, it's it sells everything from small cars to feminine products, sort of that realm of it, like, you know, cover girl, suave, um, some breakfast cereal. Um, I, I had um, been listening to a lot of big beat stuff, Fatboy Slim, Wise mm -hmm. Guys, all of those. And, and I love that era as well. Um, and I, I think uh, I kind of took, uh, I was inspired by, you know, those kind of guys. And I said, I want to make something really, really simple. Um, and I wanted to not do it in the arrangement wise, in the regular, you know, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, how you arrange a song. I was like, I'll mm -hmm. just start off with the chorus. I'll have one verse. And then in the middle, we'll just do something completely new. Uh, and that's what I did. And then I realized I didn't really want to sing on it. And I was inspired by Fatboy Slim, who, you know, samples other singers, obviously. And I think later on worked with singers and, and same for that whole like breakbeat thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I asked my friend Cole, who's a fabulous R&B singer, um, to sing the hook. And so she did. And um, I think it just came out fabulous. It was one of those songs that came quickly and um, you know, when it was finished, I kind of knew it was special. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to uh, open up a lot of ears with this one right here on the show because we're going to play it and everybody's going to be like, oh, yes, I know this song. So let's have them hear it right now on the show. Serious, Salmi Dahlstrom with Come On Y'all right here on the Sunday Night Army. Ooh, la, la. Sing ooh, la, 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 la. Come on, y'all. Ooh, la, la. Sing ooh la 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 la, come on y'all. Sing ooh la 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 la, come on. 
Come on, y'all. It will be on the Spotify playlist right here on the show. Now, you've done a, quite a few projects since this all came out. Uh, your latest release is uh, The Hit House featuring Sami Dahlstrom. Tell me about that. Um, so that's the first time that I um, sort of did a, I don't know, say collaboration. Mm-hmm. So The Hit House is a is a wonderful um, production company out in California that I've I've done some work with over the years and they're just fabulous people with, I guess, a very, very good ear for um, what I am capable of or what what they want out of me. And and they always come at me with with concepts. So um, a couple of years ago, they came to me and said, we'd love for you to make an album for us. Um, and th- they had this idea of, of bringing my sound to them but you know with a couple maybe a little bit of a gospel twist here and there and and anyway they had this concept so um i did that album um for them and with the guidance of them and um ended up using a lot of working with a lot of great singers um different sounds different a little bit of 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 new influences a lot of 60s retro stuff went into Mm -hmm. that album um, a lot of horn sections. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and now that I'm talking about it, I realize that it's been a couple of years and I should probably start working on a new album. Well, that's exactly what I was going to ask you next. Like, what uh, what are your goals uh, from now, maybe for the rest of the year, maybe next year? What can we be looking forward to? So I have been, um, at least in my my head, working on new new material for a solo album. Mm-hmm. And I've also been working on another project that I, I want to um, talk about a little bit called Kelly and Saint. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. So but the solo album first. So it, I usually have, you know, I get a lot of these ideas in my head and I go, hmm, I wonder what it would sound like if I mixed T-Rex with Daft Punk, <laughs> for instance. And then I walk around for a week thinking about it and I'm like, yeah, it's a great idea. And then I try it out and it either works or doesn't, but that's kind of how I think about music. I'm like, "Hmm, what would happen here? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, And that's how my initial sound came about too. I didn't really care about fitting into a certain 
you know, genre or, or, or following a certain formula. I, I really, on the Acid Cowgirl album, there's, there's country and there's hip hop and there's mm -hmm. rock, you know, everything. And so that's how I look at, at music. And um, I think I have a pretty good idea now of, of what the new album will sound like. Um, but it's still all in my head. So um, for the next couple months, I, I'm, I'm planning on going into the studio and start laying down some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a while, though, before it all gets done, because I do everything myself. You mm -hmm. know, I do programming and I have the producing, editing, all of that. I play most of the instruments and sing. And yeah, so it's a long process. Mm -hmm. um, so the other project I've been working on for the past couple of years is called Kelly and Saint, um, which I do together with my good friend, Kelly St. Patrick. She's Kelly. I'm the saint. <laughs> <laughs> no ego there whatsoever. That's no great. ego whatsoever, <laughs> right? Because I am. No, it's, it's a nickname for me. And, mm -hmm. and it, 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 it felt good. So that's what we're going with. Um, and that's a, a big departure from my sound. And also from what she's doing, she's a, a wonderful singer songwriter. Um, but what we're doing together is sort of our love for 60s French pop and, you know, lighter electronica, a little bit of hip hop. Um, so we've kind of made this little brew of that kind of mix of music um, and going with a, a character, you know, for the songs of female empowerment and you know strong independent women who do mm -hmm. whatever they kind of want mm -hmm. um, so it, it's big and it's bold in, in that sense but it's got that like charming 60s retro feel to it and we finished one song and we re released it the same day that the world shut down because of the pandemic oh wow <laughs> so and, and and so we were coming back with a slow start here we we went away a couple of days here uh, this week and, and just started writing again and got tons of ideas done. So um, I'm also hoping that we'll finish that album in maybe the next six months or so. Mm -hmm. Now, it sounds like you have a theme for for this project, but for your solo album, do you think there will be a, a theme for the whole thing um, that you have in your head and an idea for the whole album that will kind of flow within the whole thing? Yes. I and because uh, that's what albums are to me, yep. you know, and I know in this day and age, it, it's not necessarily, you know, a great financial decision to make an album. They, they, they're they not, you know, what, what it used to be. People release songs, mm -hmm. right? I don't like that. You put together an album with 10 to 12 songs and they all tie together, yes. you know, in, in, in some way. So I call me old fashioned. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm sticking to that. <laughs> well, I think it means like I understand the, the new music industry is all about singles, but I think it means more if it's a, a full project. I think I think I think the value and the inspiration just means more in a whole album. So I I, I see your point and I, and I agree with it. I'm, I look forward to it too. Thank so you. now, if anybody wanted to follow you anywhere, where would you like them to go and visit you on social media? Um, I think you, you go to my website, which mm -hmm. is soulmadealstrom.com. Mm -hmm. And um, you'll find everything there, you know, music videos, um, you know, news. And 
me just really talking about whatever. Um, and if you prefer some of the other social platforms, all the links are on there. So you can really pick and choose your experience. Fantastic. And if I'll make it even easier with this episode, uh, uh, Salman will be tagged on all social media. With this episode, just go like, follow, subscribe, do all the cool stuff. Of course, go to the website and the Spotify playlist for all the music. And uh, yeah, make sure you guys follow and look forward to the projects. Salme Dahlstrom, thank you for coming on the show and sharing your music with us. Thank you for having me, Jacob. <laughs>